Scott! Great Scott! Great Scott! Great Scott! All your questions will be answered. Roll tape! Live from the former Institute of Future Technology in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to What the Flux with your host, Anthony Furtado, Brooke Bromery, Caitlin Larkin, and Eugene Schnee. Welcome back. Here we are with episode two of What the Flux podcast. As always, I'm Anthony and I'm joined here with Caitlin, Brooke, and Eugene. How are you guys doing today? Hanging. Yay, great. Amazeballs. Awesome. So today on the, we have one big thing that we're going to be doing, which is going to be an interview with a very special guest that we have. We also have a little bit of news that we're going to bring to you. So we're going to go into the news first, uh, kind of let you guys know what's going on in the Back to the Future world and then Eugene. <laughs> breaking, breaking. Oh my gosh. No, no but Eugene, uh, tell us who we have in store today. Who are we uh, doing this interview with? Well, we're going to be having it with ourselves. Um, I, I thought it would be pretty cool and an experience to share with everybody. Um, as much as we love, like we mentioned in the first episode, as much as we love Back to the Future, you never really hear stories from somebody who actually worked in the movie. Somebody was actually there, um, even as an extra. And uh, I have my good friend, Janet Levengood. Uh, she, we've been good friends for a long time. Um, she actually was part of the movie. Um, she actually was uh, in a very in Back to the Future Part Two, specifically in the scene when uh, remember the annoying guy. I think he took his wallet. I think he took his wallet. <laughs> I think he took his wallet. <laughs> I think he took his wallet. <laughs> uh, nobody even remembers his, the guy's name. They just know it. Like, I'm pretty sure, like he's a character him. actor, but he's like in everything, in every single movie. Every, yeah, he's literally. like in everything ever. And he will remember always be known as. Took it to his wallet. Took it to his wallet. <laughs> and it's really cool that she was part of this. Uh, she was part of a, a, a particular scene with something that I, I want to let her talk about her own story because it's pretty amazing. And knowing uh, from somebody who actually worked in the movie, the experience of knowing with the hanging out with the actors and all that stuff, uh, it's it's something that I, I feel like uh, our listeners are gonna really enjoy. And um, yeah, I think it's gonna be a cool, um, a cool little surprise for everyone. And uh, so I'm really excited for you guys to know. I already know the stories, but I don't want to ruin it for everybody because there's a really funny part that she's gonna tell that you probably all seen this scene so many times, but you never really noticed that one little part. And it's gonna blow your mind. Blowing effect, please. It's gonna blowing your mind away. <laughs> Awesome, yeah, so we definitely have that to look forward to, so please stick around for that. Um, but in the meantime, Caitlin, what yes. have you got going on in the world? So I feel like because there's been so much happening since the beginning of the year, I thought maybe we would just go through just a little bit of all the stuff that's happened uh, up to the present time of this week as we record. Um, first and foremost, uh, the Toy Fair happened, Toy Fair 2020 happened, mm-hmm. where the big reveal was uh, from NECA that we got uh, some Back to the Future toys, and I love toys. I'm such a huge toy collector. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're going to have a couple of Marty McFly's going on, but then what's uh, really cool is they are making toys of Back to the Future, the animated series. This is the first time that they are having toys, at least to my knowledge, unless, like, wasn't there, like, McDonald's toys in the 90s? Like, like kids' meal toys or something like that? Yeah. Um, Probably, I think I ate them. And then, then of course, Funko Pops are coming out with 35th anniversary Funkos. I cannot wait. I, I added up 
how much it is to pre-order all of them on Amazon. There's eight Funkos in all, including Doc with the clock tower. Oh my god! <gasps> and it comes to one hundred and one dollars. Important safety tip. Thank That's you, Caitlin. Really yes, not that much. So it's Honestly. really not that bad for eight pops. It's only one hundred and one dollars. Uh, and then also Funko Games is coming out with the Back to the Future game, and I'm excited for that. I think we should maybe you know try and weasel our way into getting one and maybe we can play the game on an episode one day. I think that'd be really fun. Oh, for sure. I love that. And then, of course, the one thing that really blew up the internet and I want to get your opinions on this, the deep fake with Robert Downey Jr. and Tom Holland. Oh, my God. That blew up the interwebs like crazy. And so many people thought it was legit. (laughs) It's like, y'all, it's a compooper. Honestly, though, it like... It was so good. It looked it could really have good. Me, yeah. So yeah. If I had, wasn't so familiar, so <laughs> I honestly like I I don't know if I ever want to see a Back to the Future four, but if I anyone, away. yeah, mm-hmm. if anyone was ever going to, yeah, I would be okay with Tom Holland and RDJ oh, because yeah. they, they did look incredible in that scene. Remember, you guys remember there was that rumor that supposedly Justin Bieber was going never. Uh, oh my god, god, I remember you, that from a few years Hollywood, ago. Hollywood, you listen to me. Never. Don't do it, please. Nah, Justin Bieber's got a mustache. No, I can't even grow a mustache. No. <laughs> Don't get him that stash, much credit. He's, he's got like a porn stash going on there. Oh, I was no. like, that is Ugh. insane. I also don't like how the facial hair, like the color of the facial hair doesn't match the... I, I, I don't like that. I get it. It's weird. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. It's it's There's just some movies that you should not even touch, and Back to the Future is definitely one oh, of those. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No remakes, no additions. Yeah. Like, it just needs to stay how it stays yeah. because they will ruin it. They yeah. literally will, whether they think they will or not. I mean, I, you know, I'll give Mayor props to Tom and, and Rob. You know, like, that's how I call them because they were buddies. Oh, yeah, you guys are first yeah. 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 I mean, oh God, sorry, Bobby, Bobby. <laughs> Bobby, uh, Bobby, Bobby, yeah. Bobby J. You know. Uh, <laughs> which, by the way, Robert, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry I had to, uh, you know, I'm sorry I had to cancel our plans, but I do have a podcast to do. So, oh um, yeah, he's very upset about it. It's but so anyway, gracious of you. you. You're welcome. This is what I do for our listeners. <laughs> I stood up to Robert Downey Jr. to be All here. two of wow. our listeners. Wow. I yeah. do, I do. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, um, it's just one of those things. That, I mean, it was awesome. I mean, it, it's amazing how they recreated the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, do you really want to have another back to? I mean, never. Because here's the thing, one. you have to remember this. This is what, like, what, two, three minutes long? Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine seeing that? And I guess, again, you have that nostalgia, you have that excitement, but can you really see a whole movie with these two guys? No, absolutely no. not. It's not the same. No way. No. No. But everyone, means. like, thought it was, like, legit going to happen and that Tom Holland was, you know, offered the role and then, you know, people turned it down. But then, thankfully, Bob Gale, you know, always said that, you know, over his dead body that um, they would make another Back to the Future or reboot it or anything. But I love his quote, how he said that it's like putting your child into prostitution. Uh, <laughs> and a lot of people got really butthurt about that. And I'm just yeah. like, no, it's the perfect, yeah. like, way to describe it. It is like putting your child, something you love dearly, into prostitution. So you go, Bob Gale. I love you. <laughs> uh, next, I know we said we weren't going to really. Well, I apologize talk. to all the prostitutes. <laughs> hey, we do not do endorse you. prostitutes on this channel. <laughs> um, I know we weren't going to talk about you know the situation that's happening. Coronavirus. Yeah, uh, oh, I, you know I wanted to put it lightly, but um, a Back to the Future event got canceled because of coronavirus. The TCM Classic Film Festival, which was supposed to feature Leah Thompson, 
Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd, and Bob Gale uh, got canceled. It was supposed to happen April 16th through the 19th, and it was going to be a 35th anniversary uh, celebration, and that got canceled, so that sucks. But then also this week we got the announcement of Michael J. Fox's fourth book, No Time Like the Future, An Optimist Considers Mortality, and that's going to be coming out November 17th. I still need to pre-order. Like, I yeah. have to get on it. You know what? I'm actually really upset with myself that I didn't know that he had written three other books already. <laughs> I honestly didn't either until... Yeah. Okay, I've read thank two. you. I don't feel so bad. I've read two of his books. I didn't know there was a third one. I didn't know there was any until right this second. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, totally knew that. Wow, what a bad Back to the Future fan I am. Oh, is Crap. that why you looked at me all weird when I said in the last episode that I did a book report on his book? Yeah, and I was like, yeah, totally. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I did one too. Yeah, like... Definitely. Five years ago, what? I don't know. <laughs> no, but uh, when Michael J. Fox was um, in being interviewed by People Magazine, he said, what's exciting for me is that the new book is less memoir and more perspective. Mm-hmm. Who am I? Where am I? Where am I going? I don't want to give anything away, but I think I've figured it out. And that's Aww. just, like, so badass, isn't yeah. it? He's yeah. always had, like, such, yeah. a, oh, like, such a positive outlook. He's very philosophical, yeah. for sure. And real yeah. quick on the topic of yeah. books, I know, Eugene, you've been reading another book that you kind of wanted to talk about real quick. I uh, have. What is, what's going on there? Well, um, I, I actually had a chance to read a book by uh, the author. His name is Kessing Gaines. It's, the book is called We Don't Need Roads, The Making of the Back to the Future Trilogy. Um, it's actually a really, really good book. Um, I, I've, I'm a big reader. I, um, I love to uh, anything that with a good story. And obviously, when I saw this book, it was about Back to the Future. It definitely got you my just, attention. You just saw the logo and it was like mine now. Uh, pretty much. And then, <laughs> but then I realized I had to pay for it when the cops came over. And you know, oh yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. But uh, <laughs> whoopsie. You would. But um, I actually um, um, a couple things about this book that really um, got my attention was the fact that. Obviously, what can you talk about a, a movie, you know, about one of the most famous trilogies in the world that has not been talked already? But one of the things that really got my attention was the fact that the book goes really into deep about Eric Stoltz. As you probably, you guys know, Eric Stoltz was the original uh, cast member for uh, Martin. Uh, well, not the original, but it was. Uh, he did film a lot of the sequences for Marty McFly. Homeboy was there for what, six weeks? Ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't even that long. Six yeah. weeks oh, of wow. filming. Well, quick, so wow. filming. And Stoltz definitely, uh, uh, not, nothing to hate on Stoltz. I mean, first of all, I mean, I don't, I don't know if you guys have seen some of his movies. Like, I remember uh, Mask uh, with, uh, mm-hmm. that he did. Sure, it. He was sure. unbelievable. He was, but the problem with Stoltz was that he's a method actor. Um, do you guys know what method actor is? Yes. Well, for those people, ding, 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 ding. Method actor, process by which a performer uses a number of techniques to embody the thoughts and feelings of the character he or she is portraying in order to achieve a more realistic performance. So that being said, a lot of the, in, in the 80s, uh, there was a lot of the, like that, a lot of the actors wanted to be, who was going to be the next Marlon Brando? Who was going to be the yeah. next uh, uh, Robert De Niro, etc. And a lot of these actors were taking this method acting way too seriously. Back to the Future was never meant to be a serious movie. Back to the Back to the Future was always meant to be a movie about a comedy, um, something about what a good story. But at the same time, it it was um, you needed a leading an actor that could do comedy and at the same time be a uh, make sure to do the delivery and. Unfortunately, Stoltz was not the person for that. 
Um, it's very, it's, it's unfortunate because there's a lot of factors in the book. When you read the book, you really get why Stoltz did not work out for this role and why Michael J. Fox was perfect for the role. Yeah. So that among, I'm sure, many other stories. So definitely give that book a look. Um, and then, uh, Caitlin, is there anything else that we yeah, got going on? Yeah, we just on? got a couple more things really quick before we get uh, to our interview with Janet. Um, Leah Thompson is set to direct a movie called Sisters Before Misters. Uh, this is apparently a story of a struggling millennial uh, who's an aspiring singer-songwriter who offers to plan her disapproving estranged sister's wedding despite having no experience um, but with the hope of bringing her family back together. So this is going to be Leah Thompson's second um, directorial for, like, the big screen. Okay. Uh, but, of course, she's done so many TV shows yeah. um, throughout the last years, my favorite being the Goldbergs. I love that she's directed uh, episodes of that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, uh, the big one is that Back to the Future of the Musical officially premiered. Um, It premiered this this week on uh, March 11th, but of course it's been in previews for Mm -hmm. the last month. And guys, the the FOMO is so strong. This musical needs to come to America because I took a trip to (laughs) England already just back in October, and I can't afford to go again. So... It just needs to get here, and it needs to get here fast. Yeah. I need to. You're being have really seen selfish, London. Yesterday, <laughs> well, it's in Manchester right now, and then after um, the 17th, I believe, mm-hmm. um, it's then going to go to London's yeah. West End. Oh, okay. Uh, but what was really cool is that um, they've been posting a lot on social media during the previews, but for the actual premiere on the 11th. Uh, Bob Zemeckis actually showed up. Oh, my God. He done showed up. Of course he did. When we thought we bumped into him at Universal, <laughs> it wasn't the case. It wasn't him? It wasn't it was him. Not. Are you sure? I'm it was positive. We, 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 saw, we saw a Bob Zemeckis lookalike when we were doing our photo shoot last week. And the absolute best part of it, too, was that he was staring um, from, like, in front of uh, the Diagon Alley area. He was staring over at Simpsons. I was like, oh, just reminiscing about his baby used to right? be right there. No. <laughs> he looked just like the guy. So you telling me that the guy we were stalking at Universal was some just random stranger just looking some, at us or, saying... He just looked yeah, like Yeah, that's him. why we went back And home. he was just... Everything he was looking at us, we thought, wow, we, those are my biggest fans. He was probably saying, <laughs> honey, call the cops. <laughs> no. no, not him. Wasn't him. Well, once again, life, you have disappointed. But uh, that's all we've got for Back to the Future News for this week. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for that. Um, But like we said, we do have an incredible interview coming up uh, with Janet Levengood. We're going to get right to that right now. Well, 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 folks. We we promised you the surprise, and we do deliver. Uh, We actually have our a really good friend of mine, uh, Miss Mush. Janet. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> really good friend, huh? There's a, long sto- there's, a, there's a long story why we call each other Mushu, which yes. that's what will be for another episode. And so we're calling you Janet. That's <laughs> totally fine. Uh, so. But now I want to know about Mushu. Oh, it's a great story. It's a great story. <laughs> um, but it's definitely going to break hearts to kids. Uh, and we were, we were working at Disney. Yes. And um, there was, I have no idea why. This is what they, the day I think I realized I needed a hearing aid. Because I don't know why I was um, friends with Tigger, mm-hmm. and um, I don't. I went to this break room, and I remember that she was there. And I remember. I don't know why. I thought she said this break room is for Mushu. So I will literally go all the way down to the there, t- down to the the tunnel area, 
it was a long way to go out and I was changing there and she goes, why are you doing all the way here? And I was like, well, you told me to come here because upstairs is for Mushu. What? <laughs> it was a misunderstanding. Mushu was wasn't even indeed. there. It was indeed. Sorry. And I literally was changing my costume all the way from there and it was, it was and ever since that day we called each other Mushu. It's a, it's a term of endearment. Definitely. I needed to know that. It's yes. very cute. So yes. that even calling her Janet, even even earlier, I was like. <laughs> That's why when you guys called him Eugene earlier, I'm like, oh, because I don't call him that ever. Yeah, we call each other Mushu. That's his name. I'm well aware. Yeah. So for the rest of the interview, for the rest of the interview, I'm just gonna call him Mushu. Okay, that, cool. Is that okay? That's totally okay? different. Yeah. Whatever you like. All right. I'm gonna call her Janet because I don't think we're on a Mushu level yet. Yeah, we're not there. We're not there. I'd like to be. Okay. You seem really cool. Well, we're just we're gonna call it Jack. Our our listeners are going to be like, who is being interviewed? <laughs> All right, so Miss Janet here was actually a cast member for the movie Back to the Future Part 2. Um, she has a great story to tell, and I'm just going to let her uh, tell her part of the story because it's something that's going to blow everybody's mind away. So, Miss Janet, thank you so Yay. much for coming. Thank you for Thanks for friends. Well, thank you for having me here. Am I actually just starting with that story, or are we starting well, with that, or yeah. do we have any questions well, leading up <laughs> well, to the infamous story? Well, pretty much, uh, I mean, first of all, uh, uh, how do you guys start in acting? Yeah. You... Okay. Well, I used to live in L.A., so when you hear Los Angeles, that's kind of what you think about. Yeah. Of course. So, right, yeah. Right after school, a bunch of my friends and I, we went down to L.A. and Hollywood, and we signed up with a bunch of different talent agencies there. And back then, because this was 89.90, I did it for a couple of years, mm -hmm. it was basically they took a picture of you and you filled in all your info, and they put it in their big database, which, of course, was a file back then. Totally different now because I still kind of do it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, basically, there was a hotline that you called every day. Oh. Every day you call this hotline, or they called you. It worked both ways. But the hotline bit, this is what we need today. We need people for blah, 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 blah. Nice. And that's kind of how it worked. We were with about two different agencies. So we got calls, and we made calls ourselves. So sometimes we were double booked. That happens sometimes. But it was a couple of friends of mine that we all did it as a group. Nice. And, so, and that's how you got the call for Back to the Future Part Back to the Future one, we had worked on The Wonder Years that day. Oh, nice. oh you were doing oh The Wonder God, Years? Yeah. yeah, it was uh, a fun show to work on. That was a lot of fun. I came out with this big old beehive, but that's another story. Amazing. <laughs> Boy, that was hard to get out of my hair, guys. But we had come home from that. We had been shooting that all day down in L.A. And we just, on a whim, we thought, let's just make a call because we weren't really tired or anything. And sure enough, they needed people in Whittier, which was about 20 minutes from where we lived, for Back to the Future 2. And we were like, what? Back to the Future 2? Uh, yeah, we'll be there. So wow. signed up for the call, and we went on down there wow. and did our thing. All because That's you amazing. weren't tired. Oh, yeah, we yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Did you did they actually ask you to do any changes to yourself, like maybe cut your hair or something like that? Or? So funny story on that. I just had to do that recently for the right stuff, which is coming out this year. It's oh, going to cool. be on yeah. Nice yeah, promo. On okay. <laughs> nice. For Back to the Future, I did not have to cut my hair. Um, but they did do a lot to me. Like, <laughs> like, they curled my hair and they had it like, I have very straight hair as you can tell. Like, this has mm -hmm. pretty much been my hair my entire life. They took it and they put big rollers in it and they curled it and they had it. As you could mm -hmm. see in that clip we saw earlier, it was literally like rolled up like this mm -hmm. after they had teased the heck out of it. They did all my makeup and when they found out I was on frame right behind the Michael in that shot, they weren't really happy with my breasts, so they came in with some pads and they padded me up and they oh, powdered my yeah, wow. powdered my chest all up and I knew like I'm like I'm like I'm gonna be in this. Scene. <laughs> <laughs> 
And my friends that were with me that night, they weren't even seen. It was so sad. That oh, happened no. all the time. And I really? felt so bad. My one friend, she always made this joke about like, yeah, uh, Rhonda, that's her name. I love Rhonda. Hide under a table because we're using Janet in this frame. I thought it was so bad. But anyway, yeah. So that's kind of, they did change my appearance. They did change your appearance? Yes. Them? Now, here's the thing about it. Were you, um, what was exactly your role? Like, what was? It's called a background artist or extra. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, they, they basically, it will they'll put like party goer or dance goer or whatever. It's never actually like a name per mm-hmm. se. But for that, it was like a dance, dance goer. Mm. And okay. so they'll tell you before you come, like, they'll be like, well, you know, if you have anything for a prom dress, go ahead and bring that in. Mm-hmm. Which I did. That was my own dress. Oh, really? Oh, okay. But they put the sweater on me, and the shoes were definitely their shoes. They were wooden, high heels. Oh, my gosh. Oh, horrible, because they were open toe, which will come into play later. Oh, <laughs> yes. Open toe. Remember that when I relate my story to you later. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, well, speaking of that, I mean, uh, obviously the main question is, like, do you have, did you have a chance to interact with some of the main cast members or, yeah, or producers? Know, in a lot of different shows and movies I've worked on, I have. I have great stories I could tell. I know those are for another time. But I have three instances in where people have either picked me up, moved me, or hurt me. One of them was Patrick Swayze, and one of them was Tony Danza, and one of them was... Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox, folks, right there. And to be specifically, um, the scene that Janet is talking about is the scene with, uh, as we previously mentioned too, with um, what's Ms. I think he has uh, a guy's wallet. What do you think? That's exactly right. Right. I cannot hear the word wallet. Every every time Janet hears that, she goes like, oh, no, not again, not again. Right, exactly. How many takes did they took? Um, I would... Say that scene was probably about five or six. Okay. Mm-hmm. It when took the, the whole night. We were there for the When you say night. that scene, were you maybe casting like another scene as well that maybe didn't see the light of day or? No, for that particular movie, that was the only scene I worked on. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And the scene, obviously, we're it. talking about specifically is right after um, George uh, punches Biff. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> uh, twice. <Yes. laughs> right after George uh, punches uh, Biff and he falls to the floor and Marty celebrates. Marty runs oh, uh, towards uh, Biff and that's what you see the guy uh, with his wallet, with his wallet. Yes. And Marty's checking <laughs> his wallet and you see a bunch of teenagers running towards and you can clearly see when you see Janet in her, what was the color of your dress? It's like a dusty rose. Like a dusty yeah, rose. Yeah, like a moth, dusty rose. Yeah. And she comes over, and yes. right behind um, Michael J. Fox, you can literally see Janet's body right there. And um, and that's when he's like, oh, I know CPR, I know CPR. Correct. What is CPR? Yes. Um, that being said, um, what was the experience be doing that exactly that that part of the filming? That part of the filming right, right. there with Michael J. Fox. What I remember the most was my shoes were so uncomfortable. Oh my goodness, they were these wooden high heel shoes, like I mentioned earlier, and they were open toed. And here's the thing that happened they did the first take of it, and I'm standing right behind him, and he stepped on my toes as he's going off frame. That's fine. Which you can actually see in the movie. Yes. So when they tried to set it up, okay, shoot, go again, so back to one, so we're, re- you know, shooting it again. This time I tried to move out of the way so he wouldn't step on me. <laughs> and they're like, no, honey, we need you here. And they moved me right back. So mm-hmm. each time <laughs> we shot that scene, he stepped on my toes each time. Mm-hmm. So when I woke up the next morning, my foot was completely bruised up. Oh, no. From Michael oh, J. Fox. But that's <laughs> impressive, though, that he managed to step on your foot 
all three times. Yeah, correct. Over and That's over. good. That's yes. like perfection. I mean, perfection. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. He got, he got yeah. it. He's like, I stepped done. on her foot the first time. I got to do it the next. <laughs> yeah. Did Michael even acknowledge that? He, he did not. And yeah. that was gonna. I was gonna relate to you when I mentioned earlier about the Tony Danza and the Patrick Swayze. And Michael J. Fox, these are the three things I remember the most about my two years of filming was, this is totally off topic, but in one scene for Tony Danza in a movie called Daddy's Little Girl, which starred him and Amy Dolan's, mm-hmm. uh, and, oh my goodness, Chandler from, why can't, Matt, Matthew Perry, yeah, 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 he's in as well. Um, I didn't know I was in the way of Tony Danza. I'm standing where I was told. I'm on my mark, and all of a sudden, I just feel someone come behind me, literally pick me up, lift me off the ground, and move me. And I look up, and it's Tony Danza. And I said, okay, great. So <laughs> you were literally held closer by Tony Danza? Like, he oh is the boss. This man, Tony hit. Danza. <laughs> yeah. Wow, Caitlin. We would like to apologize to Elton John for that. <laughs> we don't enjoy endorse Elton John. Please don't sue us for that. <laughs> we'll send you candy. <laughs> yeah, whatever. And this happened to me again on the set of um, Roadhouse with Patrick Swayze. I did the exact same thing. I'm on my mark. I'm where I'm supposed to be. And I hear this, move, I got to get to my, on set or to my, I can't remember what he said exactly. And I'm like, okay, so this person just pushed me out of the way. And I look over and it was Patrick Swayze. And I was like, okay, great. So of those three stories with the Michael J. Fox and the Tony Danza and the Patrick Swayze, Mm -hmm. one of those people came up to me and found me on purpose to apologize to me. Would you like to guess at which one person it was? I would say Tony Danza. Okay. Uh, Tony. Tony, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Patrick Swayze. Okay. I want to believe Michael J. Fox would be that guy to come back and be like, yo, I'm sorry, but I know you said that he didn't say You know, I, yeah. But I want to believe. believe. I want to believe. I want to believe. So, okay, Mulder. Uh, all right, so, so Swayze. Yeah, oh, okay. We're, we're tied at 2-2. Two two. See, we are tied at 2-2, two two, and the answer is Tony Danza. Oh, the smartest man alive. Yeah. This gentleman came up to me at lunchtime and found me and came right up and said, put his arm in me and says, I am so sorry I had to pick you up and move you like that, but I really (laughs) needed to get to my mark. And I was like, it's all cool, Tony. It's all good. Amazing. Kudos to Tony. Kudos to Tony Danza. <laughs> Here she goes. Elton is gonna come Here she for goes. Us. Yep, he sure is great. Um, it's a Friends reference, so those it guys is. would be yeah, Friends is gonna come for you. us. <laughs> we do not we be afraid friends. of Warner Brothers, mm. not Elton John. <laughs> they seem to be somebody to worry about. So, so how many how many nights were you, did you say you were there? This was only one night of filming. Only one night of filming. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Awesome. And yeah. After that, I mean. What was your reaction when you saw the film? Where did you saw the film? Did you were you with your friends again when you saw the film? Yeah, we actually went and saw it in the theater, a group of us, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, Janet!" Because it was like <laughs> it was in you know when you see it on a film, it's just my yeah. new. But right. when you've seen it on the big screen, it's like, "Well, hello, there I am." And my friends were joking about, "Like, hey, you're like the star," like just jokes like that. But oh, I would help. It's kind of a neat party. moment, you know. It's like, wow, because it was so big. But I'm like, wow, hello, that's for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's kind of fun. That's awesome. Yeah. It's amazing, and obviously, you know, as every job in the world, you got paid you don't have to say how much yeah, more, but yeah, you exactly. got paid I did really get good. paid yes. you did get paid mm-hmm. alright thank you Bob for that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you had to go back to do it all over again would uh-huh. there be anything you change would there be anything that you kind of regret like man I wish I would have done her that her placement like that? so she didn't get stepped on <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then she might not be right in the shot but then we don't have the funds 
story. That's right, true. exactly. Well, I wish exactly. I had taken a picture of my bruised feet. Mm. And, I mean, social media wasn't around then, guys, let's be <laughs> honest. But I do wish I had taken a picture of my bruised toes just to be like, because that's some bragging rights there. Of course. Yeah, this Michael happened to me last Fox night. Michael J. Fox. Yeah. That's if you, had, if you had the chance, would you be able to share that story with Michael J. Fox? I would love to share that story with him. Oh, Michael, yeah. if you're you listening that's to this. Hi, Michael. Yeah. Michael, if you're listening to this, when you, see that movie, you that owe Janet an apology. <laughs> we hope you put that in, the, in your new book. Don't let Tony <laughs> Dance you beat you. That's your megaton. tell you we just need everyone to tweet that. Just to get that apology. <laughs> oh, let's make you know that That's going to be a new hashtag. Apologize, apologize to Jack. Oh, my God. Let's get this Oh, my goodness. What a mess. I mean, I, I, I for one, I, I mean, we thank you so much for your coming here and taking Absolutely. your time to do yes, this. thank you it's so much. It's so, yeah. so awesome to see you. I have one more question. Oh, you can ask. Oh, 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 oh hi, Kaylin. Oh, as long as you don't promise to sing that Tony Dancer crap. I can make no guarantees. Um. Okay, so... So the scene that you're in is special in particular because not only is it in this, you know, movie, but you're replicating a scene from the very first film. That is correct, yes. How did they go about that? Were there monitors on set that were playing the first film? Like, how did that work? The continuity was a lot of different pictures from the the first movie being taped up on things. So, Mm -hmm. like, in the dressers and the trailers, everything... There were pictures as well as monitors that you're speaking okay, about. Okay, cool. To, yes, that was done for continuity reasons. Okay, yeah. so you were only in the parking lot scene. You didn't Correct. do any filming in the gymnasium for the Enchantment no. Under the Sea dance? Okay. No, unfortunately, no. Would have loved to, but nope, wasn't in there. Awesome. So oh. the night you were on set, like, I, you know, mentioned that you were there with your friends. Mm-hmm. Did you meet anyone else that you may keep in touch with, like, to this day? Um, I... I made friends through the years of filming that I kept in touch with for quite a while. Mm-hmm. But to this day, there's... Only the ones that I was friends with to begin with okay. that I still keep in touch with. Nice. And we still find ourselves in things and send each other oh, clips and cool. stuff. We find them just for a laugh. We're like, oh my gosh, you filmed that. That's so funny. Wow. Nice. That's, that's awesome. Like, different little things like that show up, you know. That's so, awesome. Yeah, it's fun. Oh, well, yeah. I, I wanted to, since, you know, you were our first guest here, Ooh. and uh, we wanted to, and this is a little surprise that we, 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 obviously, we don't have a lot of funds or anything like that to get, but we wanted to give you this little license tag. Oh, my tag. God. <laughs> yeah. Yay. It's a little license tag of out of time. Uh, yeah. We're going to take a picture of it with, with you and that. So Perfect. Uh, I love it's, it. Um, it's, it's not much, but it's a little it's a little thank you that we wanted to yeah. give you. Yeah. Thank you so much. I'm the very first guest. Yes. Oh, first guest. Yes. Um, awesome. And then I definitely we're going to make sure that Michael J. Fox apologizes. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to get that. Michael, there you go. Yes, How many Michael. years later? I love it. Thank you. Yeah, well, That's awesome. That's 30 years later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all, us old people got to go to bed early. So yeah. <laughs> uh, We want to thank you again so much for everything. Uh, thank you so much for your amazing story. I hope, I'm pretty sure our listeners are appreciating mm-hmm. the fact yeah. that getting to hear the story from somebody that was actually there. And uh, toes and broken toes and everything like that. Right. It's yeah. an amazing story to tell. So thank you very much. You bet. Thank you. All right, guys. And as always, whether it be in the past or the future, we will see you next time. Have a wonderful night. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? All right. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to What the Flux. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at WhatTheFlux underscore pod. Please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five-star rating. And be sure to recommend us to your other time-traveling friends. Hasta la bye-bye!